0: Okay, so, so laughter to one side, because this yeah. is scary stuff. Um, when, and, and when I say scary stuff, I think it's really important when you're discussing gun crime or, or crime in general to make sure that you are grounding stuff in facts and not grounding stuff in emotion. Because as I've said a million times on News Newstalk ZB, it is human nature to believe that crime is getting worse. And crime in most developed nations has been trending downwards albeit with zigzags, uh, but in most ways of measuring it has been trending downwards for some years. Where things seem to be a little bit different in New Zealand is that gun crime in the last few years seems to be bucking that overall downward trend. Uh, there's a suggestion that, that this may be due to gang problems, imported gang problems from Australia. What can be done about it and just how bad the situation is. Now, you may be aware of a shooting in Northland. You may be aware of recent shootings in South Auckland. And then this latest uh, gun that was fired at an Auckland nightclub overnight. Luckily, once again, nobody hurt. So to explain more, uh, Chris Carhill is with us now. He is the Police Association president. Chris, thank you so much for being on the program.
1: Good afternoon, guys. G'day, Chris. I, look, another statistic I looked at was 63 people shot in and hospitalised just this year as of uh, October, so not an, even an updated statistic. What's it like out there for the police? What are you hearing?
2: Yeah, look, it's bad. And look, I acknowledge what you said at the start. It's easy to get these um, scary reports without facts, but the reality is with firearms, the facts support it. Uh, look, what I say frontline cops are a bit like the canary in the mine. They see the change, as the bad stuff happening in society before the rest of society does. And, you know, I started this role four years ago. Frontline cops were saying crims are arming themselves. And what we are seen that happens, first they arm themselves, then they start using them against each other, then they use them against the police. Unfortunately, we saw the worst of that when we lost Matt Hutt this year. But then the public get caught in the middle of it. And uh, last night's an example of that. And the statistics are supporting that. We're just seeing more firearms crime every day. It's very concerning.
1: What sort of weapons are involved?
2: Well, all sorts. I mean, the old sawn-off shotgun is still really popular, um, but we're seeing these high-powered rifles a lot more. But pistols are really sneaking in, or revolvers, your handguns. And that's what I I understand was used last night. That was what was used when the police dog was shot uh, this week as well. So those are really starting to become quite prevalent.
1: Has gun reform made any difference? Uh, uh, and uh, would the pistols have been covered by that the, the buyback? Uh,
2: no, they wouldn't have been in general. And look, I have to say the pistol laws in New Zealand are very strict and they're very good. But the reality is gun reform can make a difference, but it's, a one, it's only one facet of it. So people say to me, oh, the buyback didn't work that criminals don't hand in their guns. And that's right, but criminals steal them from legitimate firearms owners. So we've taken 60,000 of the most dangerous weapons off the street. They can't be stolen and used by criminals. But we then have to follow that up by hitting the criminals. So the government's increased the penalties for firearms offences, for a lawful possession of firearms, so that's good. And our police have continue to combat the gangs and come down hard with people who have firearms, and they're doing that. But it just highlights how big a problem we have. We've, now in the recent years, we've imported about 50,000 firearms a year into New Zealand. So there's a massive stockpile out there, and it's going to take a lot to turn that
0: around. What's something else that you think would work to lower these stats?
2: Uh, I'll tell you now, and it sounds people say... Uh, Again, the criminals won't work it, but overseas it's made a big difference. That's the gun register. Now, the law has been passed for a gun register, but it hasn't been put into force. What happened overseas, Canada, Australia particularly, the number of firearms thefts dropped dramatically. 10,000 in Australia less firearms stolen a year. And what it is, is people who know the guns are registered to them, know they're responsible for them, so they lock them away and secure them better so less, less criminals can steal them. But again, that's just the one side. Then we have to tackle these gangs and their prevalence of them, and that's what's changed. These 501s from Australia have come back in, have armed themselves up, and that's what you're seeing with the results of nightclub shootings in Auckland like last night.
1: The Nationals, Simeon Brown's got a member's bill, and I think it involves something called a firearms prohibition order, which I think Stuart Nash might even have indicated some interest in. Can you tell us about that legislation and how it might help?
2: Yep, and we're supportive of that. In general terms, what it would it means is gang members, designated gang members, so ones that have a previous firearms conviction yep. or certain violent convictions in the last um, recent years, not, well, they can't own firearms, you know, but police have more powers to search them, search their premises, search vehicles. Um, to make sure they haven't got firearms on them. So it basically increases the risk of them being caught with firearms and the penalties for doing that. So that's a really positive piece of legislation that police could get their teeth into and and tackle. And and you're not talking everyone in New Zealand, you're talking the worst gang members which have convictions for firearms offences.
0: Are the stats, when we see them on gun crime, are they skewed by the Christchurch mosque shootings or are they put into a separate category?
2: No, they're mostly put into a certain category. Um, depends on what stats you're looking at, but you take those out and we were already having a significant increase in firearms. And like the stats you quoted are Auckland, so that, that's taken... Lost shootings not included in that, but I think everyone would have been shocked to hear, you know, 350 people treated for firearms injuries in Auckland hospitals in five years. Um, you know, it, it, it's for once the stats are supporting what our members were telling me when I got elected four years ago that it's a real risk of these criminals um, yeah. arming and having more firearms.
1: Actually, the story that Tim uh, Roxburgh just mentioned in his introduction about just somebody pulling a gun out at uh, Dr Rudy's down at the viaduct, it's that sort of story which to me sounds like you know, the attitude of the criminals to guns has not just their position of them, but their attitude about when they pull them out has is, is, is changed a lot as well. Does that mean that police uh routinely wearing the body armour and, um, and arming themselves more often? I mean, h- how is it affecting the way they're presenting themselves in public?
2: Well, certainly. Please, please have stab-proof resistant body armour that you can then insert ballistic plates in when you're going to a firearms incident. And members are now wearing those ballistic light plates pretty much permanently in some districts because of the risk they perceive on every shift. Uh, and that's just cops using here own personal common sense to say it's too risky not to wear this ballistic armour. And it's heavy and it's uncomfortable, but they'd rather do it. Um, and so that's uh, the big thing. As far as the general arming goes, more and more districts are having to general arm once particular incidents happens. So um, we've had Norton's had a really bad spell, and when those gentlemen that have fired shots are still outstanding, staff are generally armed. But I can tell you more and more staff are saying they don't feel safe going out beyond on a standard shift because of the number of firearms. And look, there's an, there's an incident she won't even hear and I know last night there was another uh, person threatened with a saw shotgun in a car um, in Auckland. Um, I'm hearing all these things that don't always make the news, even though I think you're seeing a lot more of it now. And it's just coming home to roost what we've always said, that these things are getting out of control.
0: Well, let's hope they get back under control. We appreciate your time. It's Police Association President Chris Carhill. Enjoy your Sunday afternoon. Thanks, guys. All yeah, right. Thanks, it's- guys.
2: Appreciate it.